ABMP Associated Bodywork and Massage Professionals is proud to sponsor the interdisciplinary podcast from Heal Well. Massage therapists and body workers who join ABMP get meaningful resources that make a difference in your career, including free online CE courses, online scheduling included with the ABMP Pocket Suite app, and comprehensive liability insurance that provides protection and peace of mind. Can't get enough podcast inspiration and information? Listen for the ABMP podcast with regular guest hosts Ruth Werner and Allison Denny. Discover why members expect more and get more at abmp.com. Welcome, everyone, to an abbreviated episode of Interdisciplinary. We are going to call this the intermission of Interdisciplinary for the moment, as we just had an enormous symposium that was lovely, but that means everybody sort of hide off for vacation afterwards, because that's the time for vacation. That's right. That's right. So. Here at the intermission plenary. <laughs> yes yes so today you have myself Corey rivera and rebecca sturgeon we're gonna chat at you a little bit and uh we'll be back in full swing a little bit later that's right well but first our contractually obligated pun um and i warned Corey about this one but uh she agreed to let me say it out loud anyway so what do you call a horse that lives next door to you I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Your neighbor. Ah, <laughs> that's, that's good. Thank you. That's good. That. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is just me and Corey cracking ourselves up. With yep. <laughs> so we're glad you're here. Hopefully we can crack you up too. That's right. That is so we right. wanted to tell you a little bit about the symposium that happened hopefully you were there and i hope you had a great time or that you bought a ticket and are going to watch it later um within your 30-day allotted window or you'll join us next time or you'll interested to see what happened anyway so uh, yeah. it was two days it was a lot of brain tell you what it was a lot of brain but it was interesting brain it wasn't I mean, it was, it, it was just so good. I was obviously there <laughs> <laughs> um, because I had to be, but also because it was interesting. And I, I don't know about you, Corey, did you have a favorite? Oh, session? that's mean. Um, <laughs> I know. That's Pick mean. your favorite child. <laughs> All right. So there's, there's two things that really stuck out. Um, one was the science communication with Ruth Werner and Nancy Steinberg. Yes. And not just because I find science communication a fascinating topic, as um, did several of our attendees, uh, but because of the way they went about their presentation, which was more a conversation between the two of them and taking turns asking each other questions and taking questions from the chat and basically having an open conversation about what their jobs entail 
um, and what they don't entail and sort of some of the struggles that they deal with and why they like their jobs at all, which was also good to hear. Yes. Um, yeah, that was, it was really, um, I think it was a great format for a conference, especially one like this where you're stuck in a computer <laughs> and windows. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's I'm I'm sorry, I'm I'm like all flustered because I, I love that session too. And I was I'm also looking at um, you know, we're starting to get the surveys back in, the survey that is also the CE request form and kind of looking at who people, what resonated with people and who they want to hear from again. And Nancy and Ruth's session was definitely a highlight, I think. Um a hundred percent of the people I'm going to use statistics in the the lying way that Dr. Fowler taught us about. Nice. <laughs> that a hundred percent of the people who responded to the survey um, marked that as one of their top three sessions. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to forego the fake math and, you know, all of that, but it really was, it made an impression and it made an impression on me too, um, because it was nice to see people who are, um, you know, sciencey, researchy, evidence-based people um, just really being- Talk like humans? Yeah, like humans <laughs> who talk to each other about stuff that they're interested in. Mm -hmm. um, and making jokes and, and, you know, having us, giving us all existential jellyfish crises and, you know. <laughs> yes. So. Thank you, Nancy Steinberg, for asserting that jellyfish are not real. You will never live that down. Yes. Uh, Nancy Steinberg, by the way, is a marine biologist, so. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you can take that exactly how it was meant. Um, and if you check our heel well tea public store in the near future you may find some jellyfish merchandise available okay. for the purchasing um and they are adorable jellyfish if i do say so myself they are one might even say uh, is it kawaii jellyfish they, they are kawaii jellyfish <laughs> <laughs> they're adorable they are kawaii like you want to squeeze them <laughs> anyway <laughs> and you can squeeze them as hard as you want because they are not real that's true they're not real that is what we learned from Nancy Stabrick, it's she was kidding, and she knew as soon as she said it that she wasn't going to live it down. By the way, yeah, um, exactly. It was an excellent example of eternity, I think. Exactly, uh, exactly. Uh, but I think that that session also kind of set the tone. Um, well, it's starting from the beginning with Taylor Chow's keynote. Um, like the whole tone was, this is not like a dry, boring, you know, white knuckle bite your lips falling to stay asleep. awake yeah <laughs> yeah that this this was really like putting the humans back in the process of research um with all the flaws and all of the the ways that that can make research complicated um like dr fowler talked about when she was talking about you know reading charts and statistics and all the ways that we can uh lead <laughs> <clears throat> My favorite part about Dr. Fowler is she was like, so let's talk about misleading statistics and misleading charts. And then we talked about that for a while. And then she was like, okay, let's talk about lying. Yes. Because there's misleading and then there's lying. Yes. And people do both. Yes. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My favorite chart from that was the, the gun violence chart from Florida. Oh, the reverse chart. I've yes. used that one before in a class actually. Yes. Um, it was, um, wow. So I was both delighted and dismayed to see it again. <laughs> so it's particularly lying. Yeah. 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 That's that one's a really good teaching tool, I will say, because it takes you a second to figure out what's going on. And for students, especially students who aren't used to reading charts and graphs like that, um, it sort of makes them go through all of the things that you just talked about that could be misleading and sort of check all the boxes and then be like, oh, it's upside down. Like, mm -hmm. which is probably not something we talked about, but is definitely in the line of. Not good choices to be made. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, I'm absolutely going to brag about Dr. Monk's presentation because I had a hand in it. Absolutely. You had a hand in the whole conference. I, I did. I had a very personal hand in, <laughs> in the state of massage research. Um, so I, I, I came up with this idea that a lot of my ideas come from things that I don't know, and I wish I did, and I wish someone would tell me um, because I'm not sure where to figure it out myself. So then I put it into heel wall content so that we have to find someone, <laughs> and then I can figure out what's going on. And yes. that's what happened with this presentation. So uh, it occurred to me that as a person who has only recently been getting involved in massage therapy research, and I know there are many people like me who don't understand what has come before because it's hard to get that information especially in one place it's very 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 diffused mm -hmm. um so i asked dr monk to uh to put it all in one place so we had a state of massage research historical overview of what's been and what we're trying to do and what people have done before and um i won't say it was concise because it was two hours but there's a lot of history to go on and yeah. it wasn't like a boring two hours. It was a swift two hours. <laughs> it really was. Well, that was also a conversation. I mean, there was there were clearly things that Dr. Monk was was presenting, um, but it was also a conversation between you and Dr. Monk, between Carrie Jordan and Dr. Monk for the second hour. Um, so in the it was, chat, in the I chat, mean, yeah, the chat was. We had so many people that were mentioned in the presentation in the chat. Yeah. So. That was nice. Um, I kept asking people to raise their hand if they'd been involved in whatever Dr. Monk was talking about. And like five people would virtually raise their hands mm -hmm. um, because they'd been there or been involved or were involved after or. Um, so that was that was very cool to see. Um, it was also very nice that they were all there and <laughs> sticking with us. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the, it's interesting to me too, because one of the questions that I asked on the survey was how sort of how people felt about um, getting involved in massage therapy research. And, you know, the, the range is from yay to no thanks um, yeah. or to, to like, I'm already in it. Um, and all but one person is somewhere on the, yeah, I, I'm interested in doing this spectrum. Wonderful. So, yeah, that was um, really, really exciting to see. And as the, the reviews continue to come in, um, 
of course, nothing will change because um, I'm going to write down these statistics and now they're written down. <laughs> <laughs> and are forever. Um, I think Harry also put a poll. So the, the program that we use, Classy Live, allows you to, um, to post polls for all of the attendees to take. So our, our first poll was about um, kitchen utensils because it's one of my favorite questions about your favorite kitchen utensil. Wooden but, spoon. <laughs> tongs, tongs all way. Anyway, 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 <clears throat> it's a hot topic. Uh, I think Carrie put up a post that said, "How? What did? What did she say? It was something about how comfortable do you feel? Oh, do you think you can be involved in research if you don't have a PhD? After mm. coming to this mm -hmm. um, event, and most people said yes, um, that they thought that maybe they could contribute." even if they didn't have the higher education degree. So that's right. That was an excellent thing to hear. Um, I think part of that had a lot really to do with our last presenter, which was Kathy Ryan. Um, and Kathy Ryan doesn't have a PhD or a master's or a bachelor's and is still heavily involved in um, fossil research and implementation of fossil research into practice. Um, and she did a great job, I think, of sort of calmly describing her experience, seeing and reading and amalgamating all of this information into something that was useful. Um, and she talks a lot about um, scar tissue. And at the time that she wrote her book and was reading this research, um, nobody was really talking about those things for manual therapists. Right. So having Kathy very calmly close the conference was nice. Um, yeah. After after two intense days, um, and on that note, I'm going to plug Kathy's scar class because if you're interested in fascia and scars and all of the things that Kathy knows, um, you should check out the scar class May 20th through the 21st. That is correct. Excellent. I got it right. Yes. Um, in Fairfax, Virginia. Yes, we have a payment plan available now. Um, to make things a little more accessible for people. And it's going to be amazing. Yes. Um, Kathy is a wonderful teacher. She is wonderful online. She is more wonderful in person. So I highly recommend that you grab this chance to be in the same room with her because um, she does not get down to these here United States too terribly often as she lives in the wilderness of Canada. Yes, she does. And this class, I, I'm going to call it right now. I think this class will sell out. So. Um, don't don't wait. If this is something that you feel like you you really want to do, um, then I'd say grab your spot. Um, this is going to be a really great experience. And Kathy's just a wonderful person to know um, and really open and warm and accessible and one of the smartest humans I've ever mm -hmm. encountered. Yeah. She uh, she made a joke that um, there were no magical pixies and Everybody at Hilo was like, but Kathy, you're a magical pixie. So Kathy is a magical pixie. And yeah. um, that is now canon. Kathy's a magical pixie. There are no yep. jellyfish. What else? Uh, <laughs> rock pushers was rock a pushers. great one from Dr. Donald Gowan. Yes. Um, whose talk had to do with pushing boulders up mountains. Um, and that there are it takes a lot of people pushing that boulder up the mountain to get anywhere. So that will also be a forthcoming merchandise choice. <laughs> and what was the other one? Oh, um, 
Taylor Zhao, the loud librarians, yes. um, bring your receipts. That's which right. Which means if you are coming into a conversation, particularly an academic one, you need to know where your information came from and you need to be able to prove it. That's so right. be ready. That's right. Yeah, so this was, it was such a great weekend. And Corey, thank you for, for organizing this, for all of the work. Um, Y'all listening, um, if you, you probably don't have a sense of how much back behind the scenes work goes into making a symposium like this. So just imagine um, all the work that you think it takes and multiply that by about three. I, I can give you sort of a, a hint. Our next symposium is in October and we started yes. planning it a month ago. Yes. So, yes. And I already say, feel behind. I like you, <laughs> I think we're doing pretty good. As the person who is not a subject matter expert this time, which is pretty great, um, I just get to corral everyone else. And I think as your project manager, I would say that we are on schedule. Oh, thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Just know well, that I might lie to you. But, um, <laughs> as long as you, you know, lie with statistics, then we're good. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Totally on track. down charts. So speaking of projects that you manage that are awesome, uh, tell me what's happening in the Heelwell community. Yeah. So um, there is a free two-week trial available for the Heelwell community if you want to come in and see what it's all about, because we talk about it all the time. That's in the show notes. And in addition to that, because within Reach, um, we got feedback from some of the attendees that they would like to talk more. But um, as I put it, the only person who doesn't leave the room when you start talking is probably your pets. So um, you may need some more friends who are interested in such topics to speak with. So we are having um, office hours. Office hours happens every Thursday, either at 10 a.m. or 7 p.m. on alternating weeks um, to try and accommodate very crazy massage therapist schedules. Um, and the next, not next two, but the two after that, so March 16th and March 23rd, um, we're going to have open office hours. So whether or not you are a community member, you should come on by and see what goes on in there. And it's a little crazy and that's cool. And uh, we'll talk about within reach and what people learned. And I, I don't think that it's necessary that you attended in order to um, get something out of the conversations we usually have. They tend to go many places and everyone often has more questions at the end than they got answers to. But uh, that's how we roll. That's right. <laughs> so um, you can sign up for either of those two events. They'll just be on Zoom. You can come in your PJs. Even at 10 a.m., I certainly won't judge as I wear PJs all day when I possibly can. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you there and you can come chat. Yes. Yeah, come and come uh, just take a little look at the community with the two-week trial with one of these office hours. And I think that you will find that there are people who um, have big hearts and big brains and are generous and open and um, curious and, and makes for a really really good time. Yeah. I was also um, reading a book yesterday that I finally finished because the conference was over and I could. So it was nice. <laughs> uh, but this book talked about um, sort of civic responsibility and that one of the big um, problems to achieving civic responsibility and community involvement has a lot to do with um, how many people have a place to go and talk and to talk 
openly and for real about what's going on in whatever community that is. So the example given was a um, a group of parents who you know, did fundraisers and bake sales for their children's school and all of those things. Um, and while they were doing those things, they felt they had to have such an upbeat attitude all of the time that they couldn't really discuss um, some of the underlying problems that were going on. So we are not the bake sale person, although please bring cupcakes. Um, right? <laughs> we are definitely the place for some serious talk and a lot of jokes, let's be honest. Yeah. And several puns. Yes. Several. But we're, we're the place. We're the place where you can go. Um, we'd love to have you. We'd love to talk more. We'd love to know what you think. Yes. Hopefully we'll see you there. Yes. And we would love to see you in any of our classes um, that are coming up. So Corey talked about the SCAR class uh, with Catherine Ryan, RMT, um, on May 20th and 21st. Um, but we also have our hospital-based classes are up and in full swing. And the next one we have coming up is this April, the um, Pediatric Massage in the Clinical Setting class, which will be at Children's National Medical Center in Washington, DC. Um, this is a great opportunity. If you have any interest in working in a hospital, working with children or some combination of those two, um, or are hospital curious, or child curious, I guess. I don't know. Working with children curious. This is, um, it's a really great opportunity for you to be hands-on, actually doing as you're learning um, and practicing all the things that you need to practice when you work in a hospital-based setting, which is more than what you do with your hands as any kind of massages, but particularly in a hospital. Um, this was... This is coming up in April, and this is another class that does tend to fill, um, mm -hmm. so I encourage you to take a look at this soon, and if you have any questions about this or any other HealWell class, you can email education at HealWell.org, and we'll be happy to hear from you, and if you have any questions about the podcast or you want to suggest topics or let us know about different episodes that you've heard, you can email us at podcast at healwell.org. Um, and we love to hear from you. And so anything else, Corey, that we want to make sure to tell the peoples today on the intermissionary episode of interdisciplinary? Inter I can't believe that you said that and you said it with a straight face. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Uh, I don't think that's everything. Okay. Well, we will be back um, with the wrap-up of Season 10. Um, that should be coming out to your ear holes on March 25th, unless you are uh, one of our Patreons. You'll get it a couple of days sooner than that. Um, but thank you very much for listening. Thank you for being here with us. And thank you for all that you are doing to support each other. Interdisciplinary is produced by Healwell. Our theme music is by Harry Pickens. New episodes are available weekly through your favorite podcast outlet. Uh, and you can send us an email at podcast at healwell.org. That's podcast at healwell.org. Thanks for listening.